Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Join Tyler and his team as they unlock the secrets to achieving financial independence through wealth building strategies inspired by Robert Kiyosaki and other thought provoking leaders. Learn to build leveraged streams of cash flow that land in your pocket and improve your quality of life. Gain access to cutting edge ideas that will increase your productivity and streamline your success. Find out how to supercharge your retirement plan so you won't have to retire with a pay cut. You can escape the rat race. Are you ready? It's time to learn to earn with Tyler Chef. Welcome back to the Cashflow Guys podcast. My name is Tyler Chef, and I am your host. If you are here for the first time, let me start off. Let me kick off. Let's get rolling here with a big fat thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me today. And today I want to talk about one of my favorite topics. It's, it's kind of a love-hate relationship, I'll be perfectly honest with you. But today we're going to talk about how to survive overwhelm from too much information. Now you may be asking, now Tyler, why, how do you come up with these topics all of a sudden? You know, last week or two weeks ago you talked about FOMO, fear of missing out. And this week, I want to talk about overwhelm. And why do I want to talk about overwhelm? Well, because I'll be honest with you, I've been overwhelmed lately. I got way too much on my plate. And I've been, that's been that way for about the last year. I've been taking massive action towards changing that. See, here's what I believe. If things aren't the way I want them to be, only I can change them. I have the power, the ability, the fortitude, the, the, the courage to change what I'm not happy with. I'm not going to sit back and blame other people. I'm going to take massive action. So let's start right now with that massive action. I've been taking some notes and applying some strategies that I want to share with you this week about overwhelm. And, and the overwhelm that I want to talk about today is tied to, well, my favorite word or acronym, TMI. And TMI stands for too much information. Now, it used to be that, you know, you hear somebody go, oh, gosh, you know, goodness, TMI. TMI used to mean, it probably still does, it, it related to something that you were, that was a personal in nature, so to speak. But we're going to go ahead and throw it out there for the technology age, because I, one thing I'm sure we can all agree on is that today's technology age tends to serve us far more information than any one person could reasonably consume. I mean, it's everywhere, no matter what, where you look, what you listen to, what you see, what you feel. It's everywhere. Advertising is absolutely everywhere. You can't seem to escape it, no matter what. Everybody is vying for what money may or may not be in your wallet, depending on who you are and where you are. So in my opinion, in today's society, more than any other time in history, Man is working and women are working overtime to compete for our attention. Good example of that is the recent cryptocurrency craze that proves this very point. In this example, lots of people, when I say lots of people, I mean hundreds of thousands probably, right? With no prior experience or credentials in economics, suddenly became overnight experts in the crypto space. These people, half of them probably didn't even graduate high school, and suddenly, they are a cryptocurrency rocket star or a rocket scientist. 
Now, I went through leaps and bounds. I found this out. It became abundantly clear when I started looking for guests for the show on the topic of cryptocurrency. And as soon as I even announced it, my inbox exploded. Everybody wanted to get on the show and talk about cryptocurrency. And trying, for me trying to figure out who was, who was best to be on the show, it was kind of crazy. So I brought uh, the gentleman on that we had on the show a couple of weeks back. He was one of the people that sounded about the most logical and talked a lot about the technology. And that's why I chose him to come on the show. Notice we didn't really talk a whole lot about the investment aspect of it, more about the technology, more about the currency. And he even spoke with a word of caution, which I'm glad he did because a lot of you got spanked in cryptocurrency. But we're not going to talk about cryptocurrency today. We're going to focus on overwhelm and too much information. So that said, the experts in cryptocurrency, they started doling out investment advice with absolutely any creativity, or I'm sorry, not creativity, but credibility. They were using plenty of creativity. I had, for whatever reason, I had creativity in my head. They were using tons of creativity, but unfortunately didn't have much credibility. You got, and I see a lot of my investing friends are making jokes and they're talking about it's an age thing. You know, it's a, the millennials unfortunately got the blame for the misinformation or uh, the overwhelm or to, or dumping all the stuff on there. But folks, it wasn't just the millennials. It was all age groups. I had older folks in there blowing up your Facebook feed. Everybody's talking about the next greatest craze during the elections. It was politics. There was so much information. You couldn't make out what was accurate, what wasn't. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you sat on. You just got overwhelmed. And I got to say, People asked me, you know, what's the difference? Why is it like this now? And it never didn't seem like it ever was before. And I got two words for you. And that begins with social media. Now, social media does a great job in competing for our attention. Does it not? It often causes us to ignore what's going on around us. The longer you remain engaged on a site, this is what you need to know. The longer you are engaged or focused on a particular site, a post or a video, heck, even a podcast, the better served the content creator is. For example, a lot of podcasters have what they call sponsors for their show. As you know, I do not have any sponsors for my show. My show is based on the content. I am doing this to provide the content to you folks. It's not about the money. It's not about the sponsors. Although I've had tons of sponsors uh, reach out and want to be on the want to sponsor the show, and I do appreciate the offer, but it's just not a good fit. Regardless of what they're offering, I just really don't think that it's a good fit. That said, I don't want to detract from the message, and that's really why, really what it comes down to. That said, you have to understand that the longer you are engaged with a particular content creator's product, whether it be a podcast, YouTube, whatever, generally speaking, if they're taking on advertising dollars, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with monetizing. Of course, we monetize. I've got courses and coaching programs and whatnot. Nothing wrong with that. My point is, you have to understand that content these days from all these different social media networks is being optimized to keep your focus on them. So imagine if you've got 5, 10, 15 different sources out there all vying for your attention at the same time. That would be kind of like, just to get it in your thought process and you get it in your head, that's like going up on stage and everybody wants you to focus on them. Like It's as if you're a celebrity. So you can all say now that you're celebrities because... I can tell you that every internet marketer on the planet wants a piece of your American Express or your Visa card. 
that's just the, the sign of the times. That is how it is. There's no getting around it. Nothing's going to change it. And every day a new internet millionaire is born. Every time you hear a bell ring, an angel gets his wings, right? Same thing. Every time you hear a bell ring, there's a new internet millionaire made. And I think it's great, frankly, that young guy, young girl can come out of nowhere and, and create a product out of nothing and sell it and make millions of dollars. The only problem I have with it is if the product doesn't do what they say it's going to do or um, they use dishonest business practices. That's not cool. That's not kosher at all. However, there's a lot of good information out there these days. How do we prevent ourselves from getting overwhelmed? So I got a couple steps for you. I'm going to get into here in just a minute. But I want you to know that there are internet marketing boot camps out there now that are designed specifically to capture your attention and to capture what's in your wallet or what may not be in your wallet. Speak of what's in your wallet, like your Capital One card. That's all they really care about. They've actually made, for example, Russell Brunson will tell you in his training, nothing against Russell. Russell, I think, is a genius. But in his trainings, he says, you don't have to have all their uh, information for their credit card. All you really need is the number, the expiration date, and the CVV code. So people are more likely to buy whatever it is you're, you're schlepping or selling if you ask for less information because people are impatient. They want their information now, right? Think about that. Now, as real estate investors, the offerings to us literally are unlimited. Today, it seems like everybody has a new tool, an app, a template that's guaranteed to make things simpler, easier, or faster. Think about that. Simpler, easier, or faster. Everybody wants it simple. Everybody wants it easy. And they certainly want it fast. Real estate investors, don't, a lot of them don't like, and I'm, some of you are listening to the show right now, you don't like buy and hold as a strategy because buying and holding just seems to take too, too long. Oh, I bought this, this house or this duplex and it's only paying me 500 a month. Well, I'm never going to get rich at 500 a month. Well, if you want to get rich, go out and buy 10 of them. Go buy 20 of them. Go buy 30 of them. Whatever your number is, go out and buy more. Instead, they'll spend an entire year to ch chasing after a deal as a wholesaler or something for five grand or 10 grand. I had a guy tell me this morning, well, when I start wholesaling deals, I'm not going to do anything for less than 10 grand. I had to chuckle to myself. Like, you're not going to last very long. The, the industry is going to trounce you. you don't, you're not going to be able to, as a new guy, dictate what you're going to make. I hate to tell you, every deal is different. Here's the thing you got to understand, though. All these templates, apps, all this stuff. I've been approached to do apps so many times, it's crazy. These promises, most of the time, fail to deliver. So then what happens as a student? You're hunting around for a new teacher to sell you on the next new fancy thing, right? The folks in the mastermind right now are experiencing this very thing. They're like realizing that they actually have to get out there and do the work. And the way we've built the mastermind is to challenge you to go out there and do the work and, you, and see the rewards more importantly. So they are, the folks in the mastermind are coming into their own. They're, they're getting comfortable being uncomfortable. They're realizing that a lot of the things that they used to fear, number one, that they can accomplish and that they're not going to die in the process. And they're also realizing that nobody really cares what they, what they do or what they say. And these are powerful things. I'm enjoying this change, watching these people go through this process. They're becoming bigger, better investors because they're actually out there doing. See, me talking to them for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours doesn't really do any good. I can put out all this material I can have all these false promises, all this 
the fancy app that will do everything for you, right? And if you act now, you get our access to our system that writes offers for you and fills in all the blanks and sends 50,000 offers out every week. Well, that's all fine and dandy, folks, but that's not going mean, to, that's just not sustainable. You're going to go broke in direct mail, let alone. The reality here is that the same information that was put out 50 to 60 years ago or longer still applies today. The big secret really honestly is that there is no secret. There really is no big secret. I'm not talking about the movie, the secret. I'm talking about the secret in general. There is no secret to if you do this one thing, then everything else will, will be great. If you really had to have a secret, go buy the book, The One Thing, and it will tell you what's the one thing you could do such that, such that everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. Ask yourself this question. Ladies and gentlemen, there are basic steps to doing a real estate deal. There are things that you cannot avoid. You cannot skip the basic steps. You simply cannot. You have to follow the basic steps. We've covered this in the podcast before. You want to know more about the big steps? Go get the blueprint, the, the beginning steps. Go get the cash flow blueprint. Cashflowguys.com forward slash blueprint. That's a basic course that covers the very basic things you need to know. Then go on to the next level and the next level. But this is not a get rich quick, folks. Remember, the same information that was put out 50, 60, 70, I don't care how long ago, going back to the pyramids, still applies today. This is a relationship business. And if you're not going to go in with a sack full of gold to buy a property, then you have to learn some basic steps, like how to shake hands, basic things like how not to offend other people. I guess I should take that class again, maybe. Ha ha. Gentlemen, get rid of the baseball hat when you're out talking to clients or you're, you're negotiating and you're talking to older folks at the kitchen table. What's the fastest way to get terms on a property? It's real simple. Just go focus on free and clear single family properties, right? So here's the thing. Overwhelm, right? You're like, I've already given you probably too much information. You're already overwhelmed, right? Let's go over some survival steps. I got four steps right now. I'm going to blast them out. Just do this. Four things, okay? Four things. Step one, decide on your investor identity and stick with it. I don't know if I want to do single family or multifamily, Tyler. This isn't rocket science, folks. Let's not overthink this. Keep it ridiculously simple. Pick one. Pick a commodity to invest in and focus only on that. If you've been listening to me for a hundred and some odd episodes and you still do not know your investor identity, for the love of all that's holy, go back to episode three and listen to episode three on investor identity. Pick one, guys. It's not that hard. Pick one. Stick with it. Okay? Is it stocks? Is it residential? Is it commercial real estate? Is it land? Is it notes? Whatever. Pick one and concentrate there. Do not take your eye off the ball. That's step one. Step two is, under any circumstance, all circumstances possible, please avoid social media as a learning platform. If you want to go on there and watch cat videos on your own time, that's, that's fine. Do whatever you need to do. I won't begrudge that. Heck, even sometimes I watch cat videos. Oh, look at the cute little kitty. Yeah, folks, I am a cat guy. I love cats. Not so much of a dog person. I don't mind dogs, but I'm more of a cat person, right? 
I digress. Avoid social media as a learning platform. Social media was intended to be social. It is not a university, okay? Opinions are what come from social media. And folks, we all know, I'm not going to say what opinions are likened to, correct? We've all heard that analogy. Opinions are like blank. Everybody's got one. Think of it that way. Forget about people's opinion. Forget about my opinion. Go to a source of information, a documented source of information, a source that is not necessarily based in emotion. How about a source that has come from research? This year, I'm going to be writing some books this summer. And I'm going to be writing books to get you guys in the right direction. Some of them are going to do, deal with personal development. Some of them are going to deal with my journey. Things that I've learned to do and the things I've learned not to do. Okay, both are important. I've got a couple different books on my radar. I'm going to really focus this summer and get those things knocked out. That said, read books that are directly related to your investor identity, which means if you're a person that wants to buy mobile home parks, then go consume books that have to do with mobile home parks. Now, I know some of you are going to say, but Tyler, I don't have time to read a book. That's a bunch of garbage. Stop saying that to yourself. Make the time. We've talked about time management in the past. I'm not going to get off on, on a tangent on, top met, on um, time management today. But everyone listening to this podcast right now can make the time to read a book. Well, I can't read, Tyler. Well, that's great. If you can't read, then there's a thing called Audible where someone else will read to you. How about that? Well, I don't have a place to store books. Fine. On your cell phone is a Kindle app. If you have an iPhone, there's uh, iBooks. Google Play, I'm sure, has a version for them as well. There is no excuse to not read a book. In my opinion, and this is only my opinion, but it's my show, so I get to have an opinion. You want your opinion? It's your own show. Aha. Those who take the time to write books, in my opinion, tend to invest far more time to research before the book is published. Here's why, folks. They know that once the book is released, the writing becomes permanent. Also, a book that, well, I'm just going to put it out there, sucks, usually doesn't get much traction. So that said, if you focused on books that are performing well in a relevant space, read those books, you will find rather quickly that there's lots of great information out there in books and a lot of you rolling your eyes going, oh my God, I just can't do it. Oh, you know, oh, reading a book. Heavens to Betsy, it's like being in school again. We're talking about your financial future. Invest the time, read the books. Gee, Tyler, what book should I read? Well, as we talked about back in old good old uh, step one, books that relate to your investor identity. Once you've read all the books that you can read about your investor identity, I have a book list, book list that follows my investor identity right on my website. You go to cashflowguys.com forward slash, you ready for this one? Books. Cashflowguys.com forward slash books takes you right to my website. That's my reading list. It changes from time to time. It's about to change again. But pop those, pop those books in your Kindle library. If you don't have Kindle, good old Amazon can get anything to you in 24 to 48 hours, whether you want it or not, right? 
Step four, take immediate action by stepping out into the marketplace. Yes, I know this is terrifying. Evans to Betsy, you're going to have to open the front door and walk outside where there's oxygen. Oh my goodness, how are we going to possibly survive? But folks, the reality of it is, mute your children's ears right now. Cover their ears. Go ahead. I'm going to give you a second. Cover their ears. Press pause. Lower the volume. If you don't get off your lazy ass and educate yourself and get off your ass and open your front door and get out into the street, I warned you, I gave you a few seconds to mute your children's ears, then you are never going to accomplish anything anyway. Therefore, you are wasting everybody's time. If you're not going to be a real estate investor and you just want the government to take care of you, fine, admit it, go do that. Otherwise, go read a book. Get involved, get out there in the field, shake hands, talk to people. It's okay to be brand new and it's okay not to have all the answers. I assure you, I certainly do not have all the answers. How to, but the ones I have learned, I've learned from asking other people after I've read books. I wanted to learn more about the whole one thing, th one thing phenomenon. So what did I do? I got on the phone and I called the author himself and brought him on the show for you folks. That's back uh, quite a while ago in the episodes, but a uh, great episode. If you're curious about it, go download it. Here's the thing. You got to know where your information is coming from. You've got to look at the quality of the information that you're taking in. The brain only has so much room, and there's so much information coming from so many different angles that no reasonable person could possibly stay up on top of all this. So that said, if you need an origin place, start with those books, folks. Follow that four-step plan. I'll make sure that I write this down in the show notes for you. So it's there. It's very simple. A couple sentences. One through four. Just focus on those. That's going to help you get to the point where you can open that front door and take a step in. But I have bad credit, Tyler. Fine. Fix your bad credit. How do I fix my bad credit? Two ways. One, you can read a book on how to fix your bad credit. And for that type of thing, I would make sure the book was printed recently, so it's relevant, right? It's a recent release, because that is something that changes, so something based on technology. Think about this for a second, let's apply some logic. If you want to learn about a topic that's based in something that's ever-changing, such as technology, then you should make sure, and credit is all computerized, right? It's all technology-based. If that's the case, then make sure you pick a book that was published recently, in the last year, let's say, maybe the last two years, so that the information is relevant. If it's something that's a socialism or, or environment or, or mindset or things like that, doesn't matter when it was written. How to Win Friends and Influence People was written, I believe, in the 1920s. Information is still relevant. I just read the, the Gary Vee series of books, right? Those books technically are obsolete based on the fact that Twitter was just being launched when he put some of those books out. But the message still rings through today. Bottom line is, by avoiding, by avoiding social media as a learning platform, you're going to find it easier to learn without distraction. And therefore, be more focused on achieving your goals. It's the distraction, ladies and gentlemen, that are going to trip you up every single time. It's going to send you down that rabbit hole. It's going to, that, 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 the, the, non-expert opinion is going to derail you every single time. It's going to take you down that path 
and then you're going to get all confused, and you're going to learn something else right or wrong that you're going to wind up investigating, and this and that. Next thing you know, you're on this Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, circle of nowhere. Now, by remaining focused on your investor identity, you stay between the lines and reach your destination far faster with a lot less, less grief. That's what I have for you folks this week. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you apply these four steps. I know that for some of you, the thought of reading a book is as if I was plucking out your eyebrows, but I assure you, you will survive. And if you won't, don't survive, there's always Audible. You can get a subscription to Audible. I think I even have a link on my website where you can get like a free Audible book or something like that. So you really don't have any excuse. Get out there, take the action, make it happen, and get financially free today. Again, thank you for coming out this week. Hope you had a great week, and we will talk to you next time. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.